0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. What is Moondog? Moondog Makers and Bakers is not just a catering company. It's splendid tradition with innovation and something familiar just done differently. To get a taste of what they're truly all about, you can order some awesome merch, crafted spice blends, or request catering for your very own event. MoondogMakersandBakers.com. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borkey. Always glad that you are with me on Tuesday. Of Alabama week a big one a very important one I know the West is not on the line anymore but like we talked about on Sunday the West is certainly still on the table it's just out of your control but even without that let's pretend LSU wins both of their remaining SEC games it's still an outside a very 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 outside shot at a Playoff berth, 11 and, an 11-1 team from the SEC would get consideration regardless of what else is going on. But an access bowl would absolutely be on the table. Recruiting, fan energy, all that would be unbelievable uh, with a win here. So a high-stakes game, even if they're not the highest stakes. Nonetheless, we're going to talk about it. Again, my name is Michael Borke. Please follow on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube at Michael Borkey. Follow Twitter, like Facebook, subscribe YouTube, I think is how that works out. And wherever you get your podcast, if you're listening in browser, don't do that. Pull out your phone, find your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, subscribe there, and uh, leave a rating and a review. So a couple of musings, I guess we can call them, that I've got about this game. And we'll do another one of these uh, before the actual game on Saturday. Uh, You know, do the two questions thing and all that later, but Listen to Lane Kiffin's press conference, uh, have some thoughts there. Uh, I got asked a question last night that I'm going to bring to you guys as well. And then there's a basketball game I've got a few thoughts on that. That'll be reserved for the end uh, of this because the basketball game in November against Alcorn state is not as important as football against Alabama for obvious reasons. Um, so a couple of things that stood out to me from Lane's press conference. I'm not going to play the whole thing for you. I'm just going to talk about a couple of things that he said. Uh, first, seemed to be in a pretty good mood, if we're being totally honest. Uh, made some jokes uh, about instead of rat poison, talked about goat fuel is the phrase that, that he used. Uh, apparently he sent a text message to Paul Feinbaum, uh, who is going to bless you with his presence this weekend. I hope you guys really enjoy that. I don't have to tell you that you don't have to go. Please don't go. I, I don't go. Anyway, um, but he texted Feinbaum because Feinbaum's doing this whole thing this week that the Saban dynasty's over and all that crap. That's what he's doing this week. Um, And texted him calling it goat fuel and every time you do stuff like this, you know, he comes back and plays well because you shouldn't question Nick Saban, that kind of stuff. And also mentioned that, Alabama is two plays away from being undefeated. And he's right about that. Alabama is two plays away from being undefeated. If Daniels throws that ball, you know, high and away on the two-point conversion, Alabama wins that game. You know, I mean, take any dozen plays that happened in the Tennessee game, and it still took a game-winning field goal. Uh, change a player or two, or just one play in either one of those games, and Alabama's undefeated. He didn't mention, though, the, the flip side of this is change a play to, two, or really just one play, a better play call from Jimbo Fisher, and Alabama has three losses. Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt, or let's say the game-winning field goal in Austin is missed. It's four losses instead of just the two that they have. So things tend to kind of balance themselves out in college football. Alabama is very much a deserved two-loss team coming into Oxford. And I can't help but wonder, this is probably a stupid thing to think. I'm prefacing a thought with calling it dumb. But I do wonder, though, if Nick Saban's going to have a hard time getting his team focused this week as opposed to other weeks. Because this is the first time in quite some time That Alabama, at this point in the season, has been eliminated from playoff contention. I mean, this is kind of uncharted territories for for this version of Nick Saban's Alabama. I know in year one or whatever, they weren't competing for a title. But lately, this is uncharted territories. Every regular season game that an Alabama team has played or, or that a current Alabama player has played has had national championship stakes on it, and this weekend it does not. Alabama's not making the college football playoff. I'd guarantee that. I would guarantee that Alabama does not make the college football playoff. It's not going to happen. I wonder if there's going to be a little bit of difficulty getting his team up. Now, as Slain Kiffin pointed out, the goat fuel thing, I think he's right. Questioning Nick Saban at this point is kind of a goofy thing to do. Um They still have a a collection of the best players in in America. They're still incredibly well-coached despite some flaws, and they've got flaws, and we've talked about their flaws multiple times on on the radio show at least. uh, Maybe not here, but Alabama has displayed their ability um, or their inability to be perfect, which is what you expect from Nick Saban's Alabama. This is not your typical one, but they still have – have players and coaches and and all that stuff that can win every game they play, including this one. There's a reason they're a 12-point favorite. But I do wonder if that's something that Nick Saban's going to battle. He even intimated something like that in his press conference, which I listened to, and I would encourage you to check that out just to kind of see what I'm talking about. I probably should play that for you, but uh, either way. Uh, Essentially was talking about player stock and and how they – Despite the losses, they can still improve their stock. thought, that's interesting, coming from you. Can't help but wonder if there's a motivation issue. Maybe there's not, there's probably not, but I do wonder, because this is the first time they've played a meaningless game in these players' career, let alone in, in recent program history. Been quite some time. But I did find that funny. Again, Lane Kiffin seemed like he was in a good mood talking about goat fuel. That was, uh, that was pretty funny. More importantly, though, he talked about team health. And that is why getting that win over Texas A&M was as big as it was for Ole Miss because they were limping. I mean, limping into that game. Even the guys that played were, were banged up pretty bad. Uh Troy Brown, I mean, we, we've gone through the list before. But guys like him so desperately needed this off week. And Kiffin mentioned that this is the healthiest they've been since training camp. And you, you can't get anything out of this program. I've I've seen people talk about the possibility of a Michael Trigg return. That would be huge for this team. I don't know. I'm fine telling you I don't know because I have no idea. I haven't heard anything. I've only heard other people talking about his potential return. That's all I've got for you. But otherwise, I mean, having a a healthier Troy Brown is huge for Ole Miss. Having a healthier Malik Heath, who, remember, got hurt in the LSU game, is huge for this team. They, they've had just these random injuries, these nagging injuries that they weren't able to just get a week off to reset and heal up and hearing Kiffin talk about that should be encouraging for you because I think for Ole Miss to win this game, despite Alabama's flaws and, and despite their two losses and them coming into this game not being the uh, the superpower that you think they are, Ole Miss has to be at full strength and they have to play their A game, their A-plus game. They have to to give themselves a chance to win. It is Alabama after all and your roster is not the same talent-wise as theirs is. It's it's simply not. Uh, so that was encouraging to hear Lane Kiffin talk about health uh, with his team, uh, comparing it to the way they looked in training camp. That's a big deal because they need all hands on deck, especially defensively, with seemingly how little depth they have there. But if, if Troy Brown's feeling better, if A.J. Finley's good to go, you know, 100% good to go, if they're 100% good to go on the defensive line, if Cedric Johnson, uh, if that week off has been beneficial to, to his recovery, that those kind of things. They need all of that. They need all of those answers to be yes if they're going to have a chance to win this game on Saturday. And for a place that doesn't reveal injury information, it certainly sounded like there's some good news there for Ole Miss. The off week was very well-timed considering the opponent coming in. And I do think they have a real chance uh, to win this game. So those are the two things that stood out to me. He was asked about Auburn. You're you're not going to get anything but the exact same answer. He's not going to do what Dan Lanning did at Oregon. It's just don't don't expect that from him. He'll never do that. Um, he's been complimentary of you and your program, and and earlier this year talked about how he needed Oxford and Ole Miss more than Oxford and Ole Miss needed him and that kind of stuff. He is he has been as complimentary uh, about your program as you're going to get out of him, but he's not going to do what Lanning did. And if you miss that, Dan Lanning Oregon's coach has been tied to the Auburn job, uh, said things like the grass is not always greener and talked about how society's got a problem with always looking for what's next even though you know he's bounced around to better jobs all throughout his career. Invoking society when talking about football is always goofy to me, but either way, uh, was pretty scathing in his rebuttal of his interest to the Auburn job. You're not going to get that from Lane Kiffin. Whether that's right, whether that's wrong, it's, it's not up to me to decide. I think that if there is a chance that you can ever leave, you should never say things like that. Like if Dan Lanning were to ever leave Oregon, if that is his destination and he's done moving, then fine. Uh, Go on that kind of a rant and talk about society and how Eugene's perfect and the grass isn't always greener. Do all that. That's fine. If you you know you're at your destination, great. But if there's any chance you're leaving, don't say stuff like that because then it will immediately come back to bite you. Hello, Tommy Tuberville and the Pine Box. So he was asked about Auburn. He said the same thing. We don't talk about it with, with our players yeah, I, I saw and heard what Greg McElroy said on his show, that Auburn has already been turned down. Uh, a substantial offer was already turned down by a coach. I don't know if it's Lane Kiffin. I don't know if it's true or not. I, I wish I did. I, I talked to a lot of people yesterday trying to see if anybody had insight. Nothing's, nothing's leaking at all. I, I don't know if what he was saying is true. I, I, I don't know who it is. That is at least interesting, though. Um, and and it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not hard to believe. I mean, Cohen's been on the job a week now, right? And if you're conducting a coaching search, he even said, Cohen even said in his press conference today that he's been on the phone basically nonstop. It's not out of the realm of possibility that they've already gauged interest and talked to agents and talked about money because that's what you do in coaching searches. And somebody told them, no. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was Lane Kiffin. If he was priority one, if he really was their first candidate and they put out a substantial offer, maybe it was him. I just don't know, and I'm not going to you know, speculate any further than that. But you're not going to get landing-type stuff out of him. He's going to just dismiss it just like that until it's done. He's not going to give up leverage. Uh, Ole Miss fans have really risen to the NIL occasion, basically, because of the Auburn job and a lot, of, a lot of good things are happening to him and his program, and the more his name stays out there, the, the higher the dollar amount's going to get for him personally and the higher the NIL is going to get. Both of those directly benefit him, and that's how it's going to be. I hear all the time from people saying things like, why can't he just say no? Those two reasons, because the longer his name is out there, the more money he gets and he's not, quote unquote, loyal to you. This is just a job for him. Just like you at, at some point in your life have asked for more money, asked for a raise, asked for a promotion, whatever it is. He's doing the same thing. That's all he's doing. This is his employer. This is not his love. It's not his alma mater. It's not where he met his wife. And it's not where he he didn't make friends in the Grove and none of that. It's his jo- it's his job. One that he really likes, apparently, and that his kids seem to, to like based on the information that he reveals in his press conferences. It seems like a lot of things are working in his favor, but at the end of the day, it is just a job. And while you've got leverage, I think it's bad business to get rid of that. The more his name is out there, the more Keith Carter is going to feel like he has to pay. The more his name is out there, the more you guys are going to donate to the NIL fund to try to keep him. So. That's what you're going to get It's a simple answer. We don't talk to our players about that. It's a testament to how good of a job we're doing. They know we've got a big game coming up. That's it. So injuries, good news. Goat fuel cracked me up. Not going to get answers from the Auburn job. You're really not. He took another shot at Texas A&M. Said that this week it was the combination of elite players and elite coaching. Taking a direct shot at A&M again. Those always cracked me up. Otherwise, not much else to take away from Lane Kiffin's press conference. But those are a few things anyway. Um, And last thing, before we turn the page to basketball, uh, somebody asked me, it's kind of a simple question, right? Like, this is all it was. I got a text yesterday from a buddy that said, do they have a chance? Like, do you think they can win? I don't have my phone next to me. The exact words were something like, you think we got a shot or something is what he said. And my answer is yes. I, I, Ole Miss has a chance to win this game. And not the dumb and dumber, more like one in a hundred. No, more like one in a million. And no, not like that. Not one in a million, not any given Saturday, not stuff like that. I I think Ole Miss truly has a chance to win this game. But like I said before, it's got to be they have to play their A-plus game. They have to be healthy and they have to play their A-plus game. But if you've watched Alabama this year, you know they're vulnerable. Uh, on the road, That they've been a heavily penalized football team. I don't think Bryce Young is 100%. Now he's still excellent. I mean, he was great in Baton Rouge on Saturday night. He was, it, despite it looking like, and at least I don't think he looks like he's 100%. Uh, I, I think they're just okay up front on offense. I think they're just okay at wide receiver. Uh, despite having some dudes on defense, they have been vulnerable at, at times. I think Ole Miss has a chance to win this game. Uh, you've got to get great play out of your young offensive tackles facing a guy like Will Anderson. That, that's a tall task, but you know Zach Evans is a guy I didn't mention earlier. It, with the healthy Evans, that one-two punch in the running game is a combination that Alabama hasn't seen yet. See, just like Ole Miss hasn't seen – well, I guess they have because LSU beat Alabama, but a- Alabama is a roster filled with elite-level players, and it's a very difficult task for Ole Miss. But but that doesn't mean that they're better at everything, does it? I don't think so. Because have they seen a running game like Ole Miss's yet? That answer is no. I- I- hell no is, is the answer. Forgive my French, but they haven't seen a running game like Ole Miss. Has will display to them yet, especially if Zach Evans is closer to 100%. That combination of Ed, Evans, Judkins, and the quarterback, and the scheme, Alabama has not seen yet this year. They haven't seen it yet. So when people nationally will talk about Ole Miss as if they're just lesser than Alabama, they are, generally speaking. But Alabama hadn't seen a running game like this yet absolutely not have seen a running game like this yet they've been worse on the road they're vulnerable Ole Miss has a chance to win but you've got to get a, a good day from your young again your young offensive tackles the running game's got to be good um, and I, I have a feeling it's going to be a shootout you can't let Bryce Young beat you with his legs I'm curious to see how they handle that if they have a spy like Kari Coleman uh, for example is the guy that just comes to mind or, or Tennyson where your job is to make sure that Bryce Young cannot escape the pocket and run. That kind of stuff. I'm curious to see how they handle this. But, yeah, yes, they have a chance to win this game. In a realistic one, not a one in a million, not even a one in a hundred. I think they have a chance to win this game, but they've got to play their A-plus game. They can't make mistakes. And the, the health thing has got to be real. They've got to stay healthy because they just don't have the depth. That Alabama does uh, they play very few guys on defense for a reason because they don't feel like there's enough guys that can be capable so they got to be healthy but yeah they have a chance just like Ole Miss hasn't seen a guy like Will Anderson yet well they kind of have uh, with Perkins at LSU but still Alabama had not seen what Ole Miss has to offer either yet offensively so we will see The podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website if you're in the market for office technology. So anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, whatever. It is. If it's tech, if it's in the office and you and your business are located in the state of Mississippi, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. ABSMS.com. And we tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So all you got to do is tell you, tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll provide an assessment and a quote for you on me. The podcast is also brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University right there in Oxford. Uh, They got daily lunch specials, so it's not just a meat market. They can do the cooking for you during the lunch hour, Monday through Friday. uh, But they are open on weekends as well. So if you're cooking with meat and you're in Oxford or around Oxford, that's the best place in the state to get it. Greg and the good people there will hook you up if you tell them I sent you. uh, And they are big time supporters of Ole Miss sports. That's LBs just across from Kroger on University in Oxford. So it kind of snuck up on me. I don't know if it snuck up on you guys, but Ole Miss basketball got started last night. College basketball got started last night across the board. Um, feels a little early to me. That's okay. I would uh, personally start basketball a little bit later, but you can't call it March Madness if you start basketball a little bit later. Now, can you? Because it already bleeds into April. Feels early. Doesn't matter. It uh, it happened. And Ole Miss won overall corn, 73-58 the final. And here's what I'm going to say about Ole Miss basketball in the early going uh, of this season. I think it's been made pretty clear that Ole Miss has to look dramatically different. They have to, at absolute worst, be very much on the NCAA tournament bubble um, or be completely and totally decimated by injuries in an unprecedented fashion. Um, th- that, now, it's been clearly established to Kermit Davis. I think that Um, that's perfectly fair. Personally, you know, I'm not the one that has to write the checks. Uh, I, I had this conversation last year about how much more, more do you take? Keith Carter decided to give it another year. Fine with that. Not going to argue against it. But things have to look different. That was the take going into this season is it has to look different. Offensively, they have to be improved. The, the style of play has to change. A lot of things have to change. The look of the product has to change on top of the wins and the losses. And so with that being said, I'm going to give them a chance beyond just one game on a kind of sleepy Monday night before I decide that nothing has changed. However, the the opening look at this team not a pretty one it is just one game it's one uh, one game without ruffin who's going to be gone for an indetermined amount of time week to week i think is the phrase they used we'll see what that means um so without ruffin but but still the the first look was not good And, and i've seen i've seen some people do these positive takeaways and like this guy's this guy's a dude, and defense is great, and this and this and this. I, I I can't bring myself to do that after a win over Alcorn, where largely they looked pretty terrible until talent and depth did end up taking over, and they were better in the second half. But so I'm going to reserve judgment beyond that uh, after until I see them a couple of times. Uh, but the first iteration of Ole Miss basketball twenty twenty two slash twenty three, it was not pretty. Uh, half court offense was abysmal. They they have an impossible time getting the ball to the block to their bigs. I mean, an impossible time doing it. Um, bad shooters, three point shooting actually had a pretty decent night, uh, but shooting percentage awful. Didn't do a very good good job of getting good looks. Entry passes were bad. Half court offense was bad. Um, it it was oh, there's my phone ringing scam callers all day uh so it was bad it, it, you know th- there are people if you want spin then go somewhere else because you're not going to you're not going to get that from me the the first look at this team yes i know without ruffin was bad it, was a, it, it did not look like a product that is going to win a lot of sec games but it was just one game. We'll see how they look when Ruffin comes back. I'm going to wait a, a couple more games before I make sweeping judgments. Other than didn't look good. They played better in the second half. They won the game. New faces. We uh, we will see. I probably could give you more in-depth analysis of the win and break down certain things. But it's a Monday night against Alcorn. And it was sloppy as hell, if we're being honest. So we'll see Friday. We'll see Friday. I'm sure it's going to be a pretty good environment on Friday with all you guys in town uh, for that game. So um, not going to make any sweeping judgments other than the basic. It needs to look better than that. Offense, half-court offense needs to be much, much improved. And it it is, with all due respect, it, it is all corn. So talking about how great they played defensively in spots is not something that To me, I find – that'd be like after football played Central Arkansas, me talking about how great they were defensively. Just dominant defense, and they're the best defense in America. No, no, they they played Central Arkansas. Everything needs a caveat when it's games like this one. This one does too. So we'll see if uh, they can make a leap from game one to game two on Friday. We'll talk about that at some point, I'm sure. But uh, basketball is here. Basketball is – here. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back on Thursday with two questions ahead of the Alabama game. We'll see you then. A Super Talk Mississippi ah. Media Production.